Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 532 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the duo of Stephen Kyle Brackey and Ben Funky Askren, the peaceful Ben Askren. Ben, how are you today? Sometimes peaceful, sometimes aggressive. You never know what you're going to get. Um, you know, I, I have a question for you guys to start the show. Okay, great. Um, I was just listening to a couple podcasts this morning. I, I woke up really early. I have no idea why. It was weird. I'm never up early. Um, and they were talking about, obviously, the pandemic and, you know, how the future will likely look different. And the, the guy was saying, you know, he said, I think, you know, people think once it's over, we're going to go back to life as normal. But I think there will be uh, a significant amount of changes. And so for you guys, I'm curious. And I know, like, one of, one of them for AWA. Are there any changes you guys have made at Flow that you think are like, wow, this is way better. Why didn't we just do this before? And we're definitely just going to keep doing this. No, we got this sick new hand None? washer. Okay, yeah, we have a cool. Yeah, we have cool hand. Actually, yes, yes. The coolest thing is we have the little foot door opener thing that you just okay. open the door with your yeah, foot. I don't like that as much as CP. I love it. I've that's what I. Well, always... that's so so annoying because you're supposed to wash your hands after you take a shit, but then you got to put your hands <laughs> on the door handle. It's like this is no good. Yeah, <laughs> I was actually I was in um. I don't remember which airport. Whatever airport I flew from Austin, I stopped at an airport. I don't recall what it was. Christian, you helped me get coffee there, wherever I was. They had this gimmick in the oh, yeah. sink where they had um, a soap, a hand wash, and then a hand dry, all in the, like just in a line. So they had like, a line of three of them. So you went soap, wash, boom. It was really cool. I'm like, damn, that should be everywhere. I like that. Yeah, as far as hand washing goes, well, we did get two – we had like a paper towel dispenser. Now we had the automatic ones, the hand, the motion sensor. You may have got yeah, to use baller, those. Uh-huh. That's pretty baller. Yeah. We have hey, two of those. I thought you were telling me something exciting. Like, so I'll give you one for, for our academy. Um, so one of the mean? things we did when we came, we came back is we put a 30-minute gap in between the practices so the groups don't overlap, right? They used to be back-to-back. So, But then both groups would be in the facility, and we didn't really, you know, we didn't really want that to be the case with Corona, so we split them. And you know what? I really like the gap. It's like I get to chat with the kids a few minutes after practice. The next kids come in. I get to chat with them for a few minutes before practice. It's not so crowded, if you will. So, for example, that's one thing that I'm guessing will probably stick with us. Yeah, so I'm trying to think of all the – I mean, one thing you need to remember is 95% of Flow Sports employees are still working remotely. So it's like – 95? I mean – Oh, yeah. There are – Holy crap. Yeah. 
Well, okay, if we have 300 Whoa. employees, dude, it's that be you're pretty close. Accurate. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, probably around. Wow. Yeah, no one's coming in. So it's like the same, probably 10 to 12 people every single day. Yeah. So it's like the wrestling team, a couple other people, um, senior level people, and that's it. So it's not a lot of people there. So it's like it's not like we've. Uh, the, the changes they, they've made is like, all right, we can't have but so many people in a conference room. You have to wear masks if you're not at your desk. Um, you have to wipe down stuff after you use it. Um, so nothing good. Oh, another all, thing all I like. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always been kind of like very germ conscious to begin with. Uh, okay. And so we have a new thing with our utensils. We used to have these like just like baskets that had all the forks, all the knives, all the spoons in it. And they were um, just out there. So you would touch two forks to probably get yeah. one well now they're all individually wrapped so you just grab a spoon and you take it out of the oh, wrapper Christian, you're not you're not exciting me this morning I thought there's you were nothing there's nothing going like, on cool. there's nothing, nothing happening cool. nothing cool happened nothing cool we don't have wrestling practices here ben you know we're not we're not teaching um well, know, i just figured to... there was something that you know maybe i don't know i have there's no nothing cool about this listen okay. fawn there's, cool. there's nothing neat Zero. I mean, the, the right. only thing are just hygiene related. We don't have anything cool like that. I hate it. I want more people around. I like, I like people. I like talking to all the people. Really, I don't. I don't like people. Yes. I mean, I like talking to you guys. But like, for example, <laughs> you know, I have my, I have, you know, my land, and no one can see my house. And so, like this morning, I'm up, and like I always hated in my old neighborhood when I lived in Wauwatosa, they have real small lots and I'd come out and everyone's trying to talk to me. It's like, at first, I just want to do what I do this morning. I want to take my garbage out or, you know, fix my chainsaw. I don't want to talk to anyone this morning. Oh, I'm the, uh, listen, I'm, I'm the same way. I don't like that. I don't want to talk. I don't, I basically don't want to talk to anyone. I don't know in general when I'm like at, the, the worst thing for me is you should be pretty deep into the birthday party circuit with your kids now. Go there. I don't like oh, going there. They're the you don't have to do that. Well, I do sometimes. You go there, you gotta talk to these parents. I don't want to talk to you. I don't. I don't know, even know you. I. That's mean just, guy, Christian. I'm not mean. No, I'm. I'm very nice. I. But I just have no interest in like. I'm not good at small talk, and then Me I have either. to like explain what I do, and I, it's like, it's, I know it sounds weird when I talk about it, so I just don't even like talking about it. Um, because they have Got no it. idea what wrestling even is. So yeah, I'm. I'm similar in that way. Um. So yeah, we both don't like people. I guess maybe. All Does right, Kyle like people? Not really. No, he's worse than all of us. <laughs> Not Kyle, if you could hang out with aliens or people, what would it be? <laughs> oh, aliens for sure. That's a roll of the dice. There, you got to figure out what's going on. You seem to pick their brains a little bit. What makes you think you'd be able to communicate with them? Yeah, come on, <laughs> seriously, you come on. <laughs> Listen, Come the universal on. language is math, I'm told. I mean, are you going to get into a math situation? With them? <laughs> no, they, you... they speak English. They, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> They're very intelligent. <laughs> yeah, it is. I guess it's not unthinkable that they would just be able to speak every language. So that's, yeah, maybe it's that. Dude, they speak every language. We're F. They would just take us over, Christian. They'd be that much smarter. Yeah, well, they can't, apparently. That would, that would not be good. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Hey, so other not good things. I... Uh, there's apparently like a coaches meeting or something. There's not going to be fall wrestling division one. Uh, I believe I kind of, Th- that's that like, was the case. we kind of, it's been trending that way. And now it looks like basically it's all but official that there's not going to be any fall wrestling. So the season will start in January and go through March and what that looks like exactly. I don't know. I'm sure those schedules have not been created, but I am 
thinking that's what it's going to look like. And, yeah. you know, you think about some tournaments like Reno and CKLV that happen. I don't think we're going to have any opens. I think that's almost decided. But the invitationals, are those going to happen? Will they get moved? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, the scuffle is normally the first start of the year, so you would think that tournament would still be able to happen. Midlands is at the end of the year, so would they move that? I don't know. So a lot to be determined. It's possible that – I wouldn't be surprised if it looks like this. You've got your dual season, your conference dual season, conferences, NCAAs. Um, or maybe you do – Do you think the NCAA moves at all, or do you think they keep that where it's at? Well, I don't think it's so – I don't think it's that simple to move. That's so easy. Yeah. Right? It's like you could probably move conferences very easily, but you can't move – I mean – the St. Louis is ready. Like they're they have this weekend blocked yeah. off, and the the Scott Trade Center is probably at other weeks is going to be utilized for whatever it is they do there. The Blues, I guess. Yeah, but I don't know if they'll be playing because the NHL season is all messed up. They're playing right now. They're okay. playing hockey in August. It never happens. Okay, I don't know when hockey's Weird. played. To be honest, um, I mean it would be that would be then. Like okay, that's during a normal season, but doesn't I don't hockey know. usually end with like. Basketball, Kyle? Yeah, the Stanley Cup finals are usually in June, so you'd be in the regular season then in March. But I don't know if their schedule is going to be all messed up because they're playing much later Mm. than they usually are. At least the ice doesn't melt. I figured it would in August. Yeah. We're lucky. They're taking good care of it. They play – the NHL did it really cool. Instead of one bubble, like NBA, they have two bubbles. Uh, Double bubble. (laughs) Yes! Yeah, exactly. One's in Edmonton and the other in Toronto, I think. They play like four games a day. Really? Each Why'd they put them all in Canada? I don't know. Maybe less Corona. Probably. <laughs> probably yeah. less Corona. Okay. Yeah, I guess it is doing better there. But they didn't do the NBA there in Toronto. They're doing it no. in Orlando, where there's lots of <laughs> Corona. It's doing better. The uh, Arizona, Texas, and Florida are, better. Doing, are doing better now. It's improving, and we didn't have to hey, shut you down. Stopped, thankfully, you, Christian. Maybe you were the super spreader. It's possible. <laughs> am, am I? Am I the? You're, you're I, the, I've never had it. Went down. Or maybe I had it. I haven't Allegedly. been tested. I haven't been sick, at least. So if it if I came in contact with it, I neutralized the threat. But who knows? <laughs> I haven't been tested, so I don't know. So season's going to look really different. We already knew that. But now it's looking a little more like we're not going to have a fall portion. So hey, In D3 and D2, went ahead and canceled fall championships yesterday. I saw that. Yeah. Um, which D3 was already pretty much canceled because a bunch of the schools yeah. had already said they weren't playing in the fall. And they said you had to have like 50% of the participating teams to be able to have a championship. And they just decided not to do it because it's really expensive to follow all the NCAA guidelines for testing. And all these schools just can't afford to do it. Um, but the D1 has until August 21st to make a decision. But football doesn't fall under that. That would be for all the other sports. Oh, um, mm. Yeah, football is not governed by the NCAA anymore. It technically is, but the championship is not like put on by the uh, NCAA. Like the college football playoff is its own separate entity. Mm. I saw that the University of Wisconsin football put their schedule out yesterday. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I thought that was interesting. The full ACC schedule just came out this morning with like all the teams' non-conference games in there as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of positive. There's a lot of negative. What I do like about all these football schedules is 
all the conferences are giving like wiggle room. Like there's more open weeks. They have flexibility to push the conference championship back a week or two. Uh, so they're like bracing that there's going to be at least one or two games canceled, delayed. They're going to need to yeah. move stuff around. So I like that they're planning for that. Not just going to hopefully freak out once one teams out. has like 10 or 12 cases. So what's going to happen? And as I look at the, the changes, one thing that I think is becoming a little more clear is senior nationals in Iowa and potentially U23s are going to be oh, yeah. have gangbusters participation. Because these dudes... You would think. You would think, right? I think if it's possible, yeah. and long, as long as these guys are able to, these guys are going to want to show up and wrestle there. So they're going to try to make... Yes. You, and really, it would make a lot of sense to... Because a lot of schools, you know, like Ohio State... Like, they'll send a lot of guys to U23s, but not every team, like, goes full bore at it because, basically, you make U23s. The last couple of years, those have been in, like, November or, like, late fall yeah. for the season. Which, a lot of guys who won U23s just didn't even go. Yeah. Yeah. They just forfeited the spot over to whoever was – the one went down to, like, the fourth-place finisher. Yes. People kept saying no. So, <laughs> what the, what it looks like this year, I think it makes a lot more sense. So, I – I can't remember if U23 trials are in September, October. I think they're in October now. I think they were originally they're October, So they're October. I saw October 23 through 25, I think, were U23s and UWW juniors. Nice. Okay. So, and then like. They should month- really, Christian, they should really throw. You should tell USA Wrestling. I know, I know you got their ear. Uh, you should tell them to throw UWW cadets on just as a nationals because all of these 15 through 17 year olds missed like these all these opportunities to be recruited so despite the fact that they can't go to worlds it would be nice to have that tournament for them still absolutely what do you think um i don't think they will do that is what i think yeah uh, why not i'll ask you know what i'll ask i'll say hey ben yeah. ben wanted me to ask so see why not yeah i don't know they're probably just trying to keep it simple cuz they're not going to be cadet worlds so they're like okay they're just probably trying to do not. I don't want to make it sound like they're trying to do the least, but they're like yeah. just trying to keep it manageable because it's certainly going to be a unique year. Speaking of the going to be seniors and going to be juniors getting screwed, um, I just shared a post with my AWA members uh, that is scary for Super Thirty Two. It said uh, four to six more weeks of North Carolina having bars and gyms staying closed. So it's so weird. Like, um, what JMZ, um, American Hero was like North Carolina is like open, and because I was surprised, so he he comes and stays here in Austin in the summers, and he goes back to school in North Carolina during yeah. the school year. Uh-huh. And I'm like, why are you going back? Are y'all actually going? He's like, dude, we're we never stop going to classes. We just like going, and we we do classes in person there for college. So that. We have to late October too. Well, that's when it is, right? But they're mm-hmm. gonna have to make sure they're yeah. gonna have to make a decision. True, I would imagine in the next month, right? I mean, it's August, yeah, so true. by so in September they will have. They, I'm sure they will yeah. make a final decision. So, well, they would be having. Uh, that you know they ha- always had those qualified tournaments. Some of those were in August previously. Right. No, those are those are early August and September. I wonder if those get scrapped and they just try to make it all. Um, an open, right? Something. I mean, usually it's not open, but you're not going to have as many people wanting to travel, so you might as well just make it an open. 
That's a good point. The numbers will probably be down uh, just with everything going on in the world. So they could probably just let everyone in. Whereas like Super 32 is so elite and there's so many people want to go. They had to like, they had to somewhat limit um, who does and doesn't come. Limit, somewhat limit it. It was heavily limited. I had really? kids that freaking, oh dude. So they, okay. So they did that. You had the, the qualification spots, right? Like if you were top four at state or whatever it is. And you had the, um, the pre-qualifier tournaments. And then it was like, I don't know, we'll say a month before the tournament or something where they would open up to register for whatever spots they had left. Dude, they sold out in like five minutes every single time. Yeah. Like that. Like I would have people be online and they would not get spots. Yeah. It's a, <laughs> it's the place to be. That's for sure. For, for high school wrestling, it's number mm-hmm. one. Well, so hopefully that won't be, uh, hopefully everyone that wants to go can go. Hopefully super 32 happens. I know Ben, you can't wait for your uh, sophomores and juniors to, to show out. Because you're feeling really good about those trying, guys. yeah. Trying to get some matches for them. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that happens. But what I was saying about U23s is normally it would fall like right at the beginning of the season. It doesn't make sense. But U23 Worlds would be in like mid-November. And so if you do that and the season doesn't start till January, that's plenty of time for them to make the team, do Worlds, come home, rest, and then be – Plenty of time to gear back up for the season's beginning. When whereas that wasn't really possible previously. Yes. So it mm-hmm. won't be won't be the grind. I mean, a lot, a lot of athletes have said like, you know, they make the team in spring and they're in camps, you know, all summer long, and then they compete at worlds and then they go back to school. It's just very. It, it's some guys re- yes. can recover and some don't. I think uh, Hayden Hidley was a guy that kind of talked about that. Yeah. Was, Gabe Dean, I think the the one year. He was junior world bronze. He came back, and then, you know, he had the, some weird Vegas mm-hmm. losses, and it took him a little bit to kind of get back up. And he eventually won NCAA's, yeah. but um, it takes a little bit. Yeah, you're you're gonna have a right. bunch of kids who have had more time off than they've, they've ever had time off in the history of their lives. Right. So seriously, yeah. So U twenty threes and I and senior nationals. Bracky put it in the doc. It is going to be a an Olympic redshirt criteria tournament. So, yep. Bracky, talk a little bit about oh, what they need to do to get that. Wow. I'm pretty sure just place top six. You place top six here. Is it six or eight? Top eight. So it's even. I think you're going to see oh a flood God. of college guys go there. Um, yep. Because, I mean, they don't want to lose another year of eligibility. And if the season's in doubt, you go there, you get top eight, you yeah. Olympic redshirt. You're yeah. good. So you can get... You can get another, but you would have already started your academic year, so I guess you don't have to declare immediately whether you're Olympic redshirting or not. Hmm. Right, because you'll know. be uh, like not. You can be in season. school. Remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Because uh-huh. the season wouldn't have started on October 9th yeah, through 11th. True. You know what I'm wondering? As there's so much question about the season and whatnot, and people, you know being so wary of what happened last year happening again. I wonder if we see guys like literally don't pull their red shirts until big 10. Oh yeah. Like Spencer Lee, man, do you really wrestle him before? I mean, it's terrible to think about not watching him in any dual meets and what that would mean for Iowa. And you know, if they have home matches or whatever, but at the same time, it's like, let's get a little further down the line. We have some clarity and maybe by January, you know, we're so far away right now. Who knows what it's going to be like in January? Maybe it's like there'll be a vaccine. Who knows? I don't know that. But 
the, the world could be – think how much things have changed in, in a couple months, right? So things maybe could be dramatically better and they'll have a better idea by January. But maybe not. And if not, if there's still uncertainty like, okay, we're starting. I hope this happens. I think we're going to see massive yeah. amounts of red shirts. <laughs> hey, so you know what that made me think, Christian? Hmm. Can yeah, I don't know if this is possible. Because um, you said, you know, they wouldn't pull their red shirts till Big Tens, right? But then you right. also said there probably won't be opens because there won't be a fall wrestling season. And what it made me think is, can we go full Kevin Dresser and just <laughs> do an open every other weekend? Last chance open with your team. Every weekend. <laughs> Get I love it. Last chance you open. Get well, some mat time. Maybe... But maybe you wouldn't do it with your team. Maybe you'd call up like three other teams. You'd say, hey, these four teams, you know, we're going Afton Quadrangular style. Open. Bring bring, bring your crew. I'll bring my crew. We'll get some matches in. Yeah. Is that, that legal? Mean, why not? I'm sure, it's, I'm sure it'll be legal. It's, well, it's legal, but will they be allowing opens, right? Will they allow anything like that? I don't know. Huh. Yeah. Huh. It's, huh, that'd indeed. be interesting. That's interesting what's tactic you're taking there. Who, me? <laughs> what tactic? No, no, no. They have to quadrangular tactic. Oh, I love it. It was, a, it was a quote from a movie. I'm not remembering which movie right now. You're not supposed to be a movie guy. I, I can't say Maybe. That. I don't like, yeah. Maybe Dodgeball. That's you know, that's like one of the greatest movies of all time. I probably watched it like <laughs> nine times. A true underdog story. <laughs> so, going to look different for sure. Um, U23s and senior nationals gonna be i think pretty epic well, yeah can't wait are you gonna go to those i i gotta assume i'm gonna have a new hip by then dog i might i might be a month in and get start getting squirrely or something uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> ben we need this one to hold okay um we want this to be more of a long-term yeah. solution october is uh, gonna be crazy though because we're gonna have the the seniors open and then we're gonna have uh, Super 32, U23s, UWW Juniors. October's Who's number one? Who's number one? That's right in the beginning of August. Uh, October, October 3rd. Right? Oh October my 3rd, baby. October Wild. is going to be a great month for wrestling, hopefully. Hack. Knock on wood if you're with me. My goodness. Uh, okay. Yeah, March and April is supposed to be pretty awesome, too. Yeah, shut up. I'm Dude, <laughs> think about what we got ruined. We had, no. we had the NCAAs in a football stadium. <laughs> we were only like six days away, Kyle, or five we're five days away. It was close. We were really close. I know. It was that week. Yeah. We got canceled <sighs> on what, like the Friday before the Thursday or something? Like that? So, something yeah. like that. I don't remember. Friday before the Black Friday. I think it was Wednesday, actually. It was not oh, good. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It like, was terrible. It was terrible. Thanks for thanks for that, Ben. Here's the real barrel of laughs. And then we were going to have the Olympic no. team trial. <laughs> That's even worse. Dude, are they gonna? Are the Olympics going to happen? I'm in yeah, these meetings I mean, at Flow, and they're like, eh, "It's like, it's touch and go if the Olympics even happen." Flow should just host it then. Yeah, we'll just host the Olympics. That's that, That's right in our wheelhouse. Person. Okay, yeah, you we guys got wrestling and track. You got that right? Bowling, rodeo, sport. Uh, I don't know. No, a sport as defined by Nomad, you have to be able to play defense, and you cannot defend <laughs> bowling. Or rodeo. Yeah, someone else said that. Someone else said that to me the other day because someone said that I play baseball. And that's not a sport. That's a skill. Maybe they stole stole his definition or something. That's stupid. You could you can base, play defense. Baseball, baseball is definitely a sport. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, 
Bracky did an article. Um, Spay refuses to run it, though. I know. Do you like a, Why? a message to give to Spay? I don't, I don't know. What's up, man? What gives? Is it What's the big idea? Is it because Bracky and I wore matching shirts today accidentally? Yeah. Is it because we're gray shirting today? I, I, yeah, we're gray shirting, too. We're going to go the Penn State <laughs> yeah. route. We're just going to live in State College and just hang. Bracky, if he refuses to run it, he's pooping a bag and light on fire with that. <laughs> Trying to do that as an apartment. That's but. one of the no. That's one of the actually. You bring it up. It's one of the cool changes in the coronavirus. We are allowed to do that finally. Um, it's fine. Something about the fumes neutralizes the spread of the virus, so we're good. But um, yeah, talk about this. Uh, this so article. it all started a week ago on this show when I theorized that uh, heavyweights had the least amount of pins because I was impressed by the number of pins that Mako had. And my theory was that it was hard to get them to their backs, but as soon as you got them on the back, instant fall. Now, that theory <laughs> turned out to be proved instant right fall. because <laughs> they clearly were not getting off their backs when they got on their backs. Uh, I looked at the past 10 NCAA championships, and Heavyweight actually had the most pins with 86. And so Ben was right because oh, yeah. he said he pushed back instantly and said that uh, – he thought Heavyweight had the most pins, and they did with 86. 133 was right behind him. And I, I found some interesting stuff <clears throat> looking through all this. And it really looked like your weight class, like the except Heavyweight because there weren't a lot of Heavyweight pinners. But if you look at like some of the other weights, your the weight class pin totals was heavily impacted by the champions. Yeah. Like, you know, you have David Taylor rattles off four. Uh, Kyle Dig rattles off three. Um, but then, like, 174, who was last with only 44 pins over a decade. That's crazy. That over is a, crazy. Yeah, over 10 years. That is, that is insane. There are how, 10 how many champions? matches is this, guys? How many matches is this? This is – how many matches are in a bracket? Yeah. I don't know. Or, uh, a lot. 60-something? <laughs> yeah, I looked front side, back side, placing matches, all this stuff. Oh, my God. But wow. so there are 10 champions over that decade – only two of them earned falls on their way to the titles. Uh, Ed Ruth. They should be fired. That's Ed Ruth had two the year he won at 174, and Zahid Valencia had one each at his oh on God. his NCAA title runs. Uh, but so. Matt Brown, Storley, Evans, embarrassing. Uh, Kokesh, Terrible. Chris Perry, Welps, those guys. One time, Chris Perry did get pinned by Logan Storley, um, but yeah, <laughs> in, in general, it didn't happen like at all. Yep. Um, so yeah, out of how many matches there are forty four pins in ten years, that is that is kind well, of insane. Be, see, sixteen, sixteen. I'm gonna say there's like fifty to sixty matches in a bracket. Just just kind of guess off the top of my head. Yeah, sixty. So it's like six hundred bra- six hundred matches, forty four pins. That's a terrible percentage. One forty four. I I wow. am renouncing my one forty four pound citizenship. <laughs> and uh, I want to join a different weight class because I'm embarrassed of them. Um, yeah, so this start, I started with the 2010 NCAA championships and went to 2019. Um, hmm. And then what I found, the year with the most pins in a single bracket was 2012-133. They had 19 pins. and uh, That's like a 33%. That's outstanding. Yeah, so Jordan Oliver, BJ Fertrell, Chris Dardanes, and Devin Carter had three – each of them had three pins in the in the bracket, wow. while Logan Steber, Tony Ramos, and AJ Shop had two pins of their own. 
And then one of our favorites, FRL listener Jordan Tomei, had was the only other person to get a pin in the bracket. Wow. Nice. Thanks, Jordan. And then uh, there was one year where there was only one pin in the entire bracket, and that was 2018, 149 pounds. Zane Rutherford was the only one to get a pin when he pinned Alfred. In the whole bracket? In the whole dang bracket. There was no other. Stop. What? Go look at the bracket. Cleveland, 2018, 149. No. He only. What? He had two tech falls. Zane had like two tech falls. Go ahead. There's no way. There's no way. Go ahead. I double checked this like three times. I couldn't believe it. Yes. Why one pin and all these guys should be ashamed of themselves. So there's sixty four matches in a thirty three man bracket. So sixty four, okay. Sixty four times ten is six thousand four hundred. So There you go. There it is. I'm searching the bracket right now to see if Brecky's wrong. I think he's right. That's wild. I can't find it. We got we got tech fall, a couple tech falls. Uh, yeah, there's a number of tech falls, but pinfalls. Only Zane over Alpha Banister. One pin. Oh my God, that's embarrassing. Wow. Um, I if you, you, know you put me in that bracket, I could have got at least two pins. <laughs> <laughs> I would have contributed two pins. That's I'm for not, sure. I'm not. That's <laughs> for sure. Um, um. Hey, so you know what I find I find interesting about this uh, is that. You know, kind of, we, I did those technique breakdowns of the worlds uh, with the help of my, some of my athletes. Mm-hmm. And there's no, like, rhyme or reason. Like, you don't see this steadily increasing as the weights go up, you know. So it starts off relatively high. Um, you know, seven. so 125 is the third most. Um, 133 is the second most. And then, obviously, heavyweight is the most. And then you kind of have a drop-off somewhere in the middle. You know, 174.84 are both really bad. 149 is really bad. And that was kind of how I felt like technique would be more segregated by weight classes when I did the, the freestyle point breakdowns. And that just really wasn't the case. And I, I was really blown away by that. Yeah. I thought I would see some kind of, like you were saying, Ben, some kind of pattern yeah, or yeah. something to this. And there really wasn't a rhyme or reason. And then same with the amount of falls by tournament. I thought maybe there would be a trend. Yeah. And there really, really isn't. Um, hmm. I thought maybe from like as we got further away from 2010, they they go up more, but yeah, it, it just kind of I think it really just kind of depends. Um, well, it started low on 50, the field. Well, it kind of has gone up. Uh, 55, well, 55. Yeah, within like 2012 yeah. is the highest. Oh, oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I don't know what it means. It's interesting that 33 is so high because. Yeah. We've, the story with 33 is always this weight is so good. I mean, for how many straight years are we saying 133 is amazing, yeah. amazing? And maybe it's those amazing guys are just chewing through their early round matches. But typically, when you think really tough, really deep weight, like 174 was, you would say, all right, there's not going to be a lot of pinfalls. But that's not the case with 33. Well, actually, funny enough, though, but in the first four years of the 10 years, uh, so 10, 11, 12, 13, they have more than half of their falls. They have 45 out of 82. Yeah. So I guess that was Oliver Stieber, Ramos. Oh, I my mean, God. Those yeah. Yep. Those three were. Yeah. And they're really, I mean, they're really uh, anchored there by that 19 pinfalls that one year. 
Um, yeah. that, that really helps him. That is insane. That, that, that one year could have one. Is that the most of any single yeah, bracket? It, mm-hmm. It's wild because it – By a lot. The next most is 13, so you think that's um, – I mean, that's like a 50% jump over everything yeah. else. I mean, it's such an outlier. Um, wow. And then, so like I was talking about the NCAA champions having a lot of pins. So 2012 had the most pins, and that was the year that obviously it helps 133 had 19 falls. But if you look at the guys that made the finals, Jordan Oliver had uh, three pins on his way to the finals. Logan Sieber had two. But the NCAA champions that year combined for 14 pins on their way to the titles. And then 2011 and 15, which were the lowest amount of pins, in 2011, the NCAA champions only had six pins on their way to the titles, and in 2015, only had eight. Or nine, nine, sorry. But still. Man. Man. Holy cow. Well, that's good. Um, well, I know he's not going to run it because of probably some personal vendetta he has <laughs> he, against He chatted me and said after, he's running after FRL. Oh. <laughs> Isn't that a likely story? Uh-huh. Um, just kidding. Um so okay, very good. Why don't we? Where anywhere you would like to go, Ben? Before we get to questions, we have some good ones. I don't believe I have any more axes to grind this week, but you know who knows? Maybe next week. Oh, story. On it. Stay because ready. I'm oh, sorry. I clicked on Facebook. Ben, can you tell people when you like the Afton Quadrangular quote? You were not talking about. You you know that's what? from Wes Wesley, like people in what the chat. Mean? Because you were like, I don't. That's from a movie. I don't know where that quote is from. People in the Facebook chat are like, "How do you not know this band? It's Greg Warren. He went to Missouri. He's the one that said that. It's Wes Wesley." What's the Afton Quadrangular? The Wes Wesley bit. I I'm not sure. That's the, I've never heard of it. What? You really didn't know this? If you say Afton Quadrangular, that's the that's the. Wes- <laughs> I'm effing uh, with you guys. Gosh, I was talking it. about the other quote. I know, and that's what pe- like that's why I tried to tell people, and they're like. They're like mad at you. I was like, guys, we just had Greg Warren on like two, two weeks, weeks ago, ago and talked about Wes Wesley. Yeah. Wait. Oh, now mm. I'm in the now I'm in the chat here. <laughs> Matthew Carroll. He wants us fired. That's nice. Um, we know the we know the thing. People thought I was serious with my six thousand four hundred reference. That's funny. Well, you did say you were bad at school. I know, but I can like just add a zero <laughs> at the end of something. <laughs> that's not that's not really math. That's not the math that tripped me up. The freaking equation. They start putting letters in it. Yeah, yeah. There's letters now. Great. This is perfect. Um, Blake Barber usually says some pretty dumb things in the chat, but he has an interesting statement here. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, <laughs> fellers fell for it. So. <laughs> kind of saw that one coming. Blake Barber says 133 might be the weight where the height and musculature differences manifest the most as well. I wonder if there is a uh, a zenith uh, of uh, pinning capabilities, you know, where because um, obviously, like a cradle, you know, right? If you're a little bit longer, it's better, right? Say crab riding halves bars, you generally want to be a, a little bit longer, I think. Which maybe I'm wrong on that because Spencer Lee is fairly short and he's outstanding at them. And that's just my general feeling. But if there was a weight where uh, those type of bodies fit the most, it'd be funny. Mm. Well, we haven't quite done that one yet, but. Yeah, we'll get on it. We okay. need to get you guys need to have a you know what you guys need to have at Flow. <laughs> I got all kinds of good ideas for you guys to spend money. Um, <laughs> Everybody does. Yes, <laughs> it's everyone's favorite hobby: spending our money. Wow. Uh, um. So, 
remember that show sports science i don't remember yeah. what yeah uh what if you guys did a sports science lab you could do like the forces lab. behind the cradle start calculating vectors and whatnot well i've always wondered like what makes some guy so good i mean cradle especially like ed's crossface cradle or like Mm-hmm. It's like very, I I don't want to say it's simple, but like everyone basically is taught a really similar cradle, but there's just something that yeah. some people do differently mm-hmm. that I don't know. What is it? What is the thing that they're yeah. doing? That's always been curious to me. There's one thing. There's like guys like Yanni who are like, they set a trap and boom, you're in a cradle or you, you did some of that, yeah. but you did some of the, the other as well. But like what makes yeah. someone able to generate the force? I don't know. How would you measure that though? Like how would you scientifically yeah. – I guess that's for the scientists. I think you, just, you would somehow uh, develop some type of thing where you could measure what vector you needed to put the force at to actually make it. And I, I would have some good like, – especially at Cradle, I'd have some really good guesses. Um, yeah, actually I just had that talk yesterday at Funky Fresh Camp. Um, I was losing my mind because someone was saying like, uh, well, no one would ever do that because that's not ideal or someone's going to know that's coming. And, you know, it's like, okay, well, first of all, you're assuming everyone's going to do the ideal thing, which is just not true whatsoever, right? Um, and then number two, it's like I, I, I use myself, but it's like, okay, I knew Jordan Burroughs was going to shoot a double I got me, and I'm pretty right. effing good at wrestling, and I still couldn't stop it. So just because someone knows you're going to do something doesn't mean they can really do anything about it. Now, you got to execute it, right? So there's knowledge and there's execution. It's like, how many people know Jordan Burroughs is going to shoot a double leg, but how many people on the planet can actually stop it? Yeah. I mean, the, the answer is really small. Bracky, Sidokov. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Short list. Short, it's a short list. We know it's a short list. I came up with two. Um, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, we just got to measure the vectors, it sounds like. A lot more simple, simple than I realized. Right. Just got to get a good vector measurement. Um, okay. <laughs> We'll get on that. We'll we'll create a we'll build a lab. They're they're they, we have a whole section here that's empty. They were going to use it for like a wrestling area, but I think instead we're just going to get a some sort of scientific lab put in. Nice. Uh, use it for that reason. Okay. All right. This is a question from Roy Donk, which if you watch, I think you should leave. You know that <laughs> is a reference from a really hilarious skit. Uh, but if you don't watch, I think you should leave. You don't. You probably don't know what is it that means. A TV show or what is this? It's on Podcast? Netflix. I. Netflix. Probably once a week for a couple weeks, I just said everyone needs to watch this show because, mm-hmm. like, what's Nef- what's Netflix? So if you imagine uh, Blockbuster on uh, online, so he says, question Block- for Bracky on the new Last Chance U season. Uh, th- th- thoughts on the new Last Chance U season, and he also wants to know what D one program would would. Uh, fit the best for a last chance you so the new last chance you season isn't as volatile as right. the others because it's not uh, led by a psychopath right coach beam is not uh, buddy or coach the real coach jb <laughs> and a complete psychopath uh he's actually a good guy and seems to genuinely care for these guys unfortunately um, yeah. <laughs> that's not as good tv uh, uh it's not as good tv uh but i still enjoy it these guys uh where the other seasons are a lot of d1 bounce backs like really legit very good kids these are kids really just struggling to get by just trying to make it um it's a, it's a different season i like it though um, i still enjoyed it much if he were to coach a d1 team he is like he's oakland through and through like I feel like he's got to stay there. He's got to represent. Yeah. Um, 
but I want it to be like a bigger school. But like, I think like Cal Berkeley is probably like the biggest school there. But that's not very Oakland. Yeah, not very Oakland. I don't know what is Oakland <laughs> beyond outside of Oakland. Um, but no, it's it's pretty good. I've liked it so far. At, you know, I really think the first three seasons of Last Chance U just you should definitely you should watch them, Ben. If you just want to learn how to not coach, you should do the opposite of all the things these coaches did, and you'll be you'll be in pretty good shape. <laughs> Because um, they are truly terrible, but this one is different. Cause they don't even have scholarships. They don't stay on the campus. They don't. Whereas, like the other community colleges, like yeah, they, had they had dorms, dorms. they had athletic scholarships. This one, you got guys sleeping in cars, working at Wingstop after practice. Yeah. Guys driving two hours commuting to go to school. Wow. Yeah, just trying to make something so, of their lives. Definitely who, more. Who would be people. the best? Wrestling coach, that would be the – if there was a last chance you wrestling, who would be your best coach for this team? Man, you need someone that's going to shoot. just give them the real <laughs> – these these are kids, and not, not so much on this one. These kids seem to have it together more than most. But, like, on the other seasons, you need someone that is just going to shoot them straight and not kowtow to their talent and just – be honest and and hold them accountable because the problem is these kids have not been held accountable in their lives Mm -hmm. and i'm talking more specifically about the first three years and so they are like almost out of control it's almost like they they can be fixed but there's they have such bad habits ingrained and ingrained and ingrained because their talent has just allowed them to get through school and they don't they're basically illiterate Right, and they get into D one programs, and then they still maintain the same things. But now that the standards rise, and you're not that special anymore, you're you're in a room with 150 other really talented people. And if you screw yeah. up and you break the law, or you're just a bad teammate, they just kick you out, right? Because they don't have mm-hmm. to count. And then then they go back to the same place. So they just need someone. I don't know which coach, which coach like holds their team. I, maybe a Pat Pop, right? He runs a tight ship. He's pretty. Oh, so you want you want someone who runs a tight ship? Not I, I figured you want someone who's kind of like a wild man a little bit. Well, are, you tra- to them. are you trying to help kids or are you trying to get dubs? Because um, <laughs> it may be very. Well, I was thing. just trying to make an entertaining TV show, actually. Oh, an entertaining TV show. Yeah, I mean, like you know, obviously Pat Downey's giving me an athlete a last chance. You, um, you know, <laughs> to get some other jabronis who couldn't cut it, and then you put a crazy coach in there, and we got a, we got a hell of a TV show. Well, you could have that, but I also like the contrast of like. A super strict guy versus all these mm. kids that just ha- don't have discipline. They just do not have discipline right. in their lives. Um, yeah. Mm. So that's my thought. Give, ben, give, in okay. season in season one, just to like let you know how crazy these coaches are, Buddy literally fist fights a ref. He punches them. They, they literally fight in the middle of a game. Not fired. <laughs> that's not, not legal. He, he was not fired. And then it was He's so, still not fired. He's still the coach. And it was so funny because like – what? <laughs> so so basically season one ends in just like a disaster oh for Buddy. Oh and then God. season two starts and it's like, oh, it's a kinder, gentler Buddy. He's a new guy. Yeah, I'm new. I've got to He's like watching yourself on TV. He's like, Man, I was embarrassed. That was eye opening. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And then he literally is ju- just falls right back He's into it. He's the exact it. same guy. Almost immediately. He's a total lunatic. And honestly, he's a better coach than the real coach JB. Yeah, he the real is. coach oh, JB God. is even worse, if you can imagine. <laughs> ben, you will just for a pure entertainment. You should watch these shows. You're gonna like okay. it. Uh, this has oh, turned into man. quite a plug for Last Chance U. EM, uh, EMCC, where buddy coaches, they won the national title in 2019. Salute! What's yeah, the, I'm sure. what's EMCC? 
Eastern East Mississippi Community College. It's in Scuba, uh, Mississippi. Scuba, Mississippi. It looks awesome. <laughs> uh, so yeah, watch wow. that. Okay. Next question. Oh, CJ Kemp. I've do I have a word for you? I could be wrong, but it feels like you guys hate Indiana wrestling. Did our great state do something to hurt you? Um, Why do we hate Indiana wrestling? No. Listen, anytime someone accuses you of bias, they are biased. And then I did a quick little search. Where's CJ Kemp from? Indiana. So, no, we don't hate Indiana. You love Indiana, CJ. And that's great. I love Virginia. I'm probably irrationally biased towards all things Virginia. But, no, we don't have anything against Indiana. Great state. Good wrestling. We've had, I was doing some Who's Number One stuff the other day, breaking down who's had the most participants, what state, at, uh, at Who's Number One. Indiana's had five people Chad Red, Nick Lee, wow. Brayden Lee, Joe Lee, Jesse Mendez. Yeah. If your name, if your last name is Lee and you live in Indiana, you're, you're coming to Who's you're Number You're coming one. to Who's Number One. <laughs> and that's why Spencer was never at Who's Number One, because he's not from Indiana. Had he been, <laughs> no. Of course he was invited some people will take that seriously so you better watch yourself <laughs> yeah well i was he was gonna wrestle his when he got hurt at uh that's right junior worlds yeah mm-hmm. was that gonna be who was he gonna wrestle just Mejia. oh my gosh we might have done that child a favor that would have been bad um yeah. so yeah we don't have anything against indiana indiana's great mason paris devon michich great andrew howe um anyway let's name every good prep um Bobby, uh, Bobby Knight. <laughs> Bobby Knight. Larry Bird, Larry Bird. Yeah, Bobby Knight. Of course. Uh, didn't didn't Cuban go to Indiana? Yes. Mark Cuban? Mark Cuban. Mm. I don't yeah. know if he's actually from there, but he went there. I think he's Fun from fact. there. I thought you guys were joking about the name Scuba, Mississippi, but that is like, that's the real name of the town. It's really Scuba. It's called, it's called Scuba. It's S-C-O-O-B-A, though, I think. Not like... Yes. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus abbreviation. Um, That's what scuba stands for? Yeah. Holy crap. How did I not know that? (laughs) I don't know. I actually don't know. Um, Wow. I didn't know that. Okay. Next question. (laughs) Um, Well, I don't even know if I – I'm not even going to ask that one. What? I scrolled out from what's wrong with Mississippi. I, I, I zoomed out from scuba. Mm-hmm. They have towns called Utah, but it's E-U-T-A-W. Like they have one called Bulagi, B-O-L-I-G-E-E. They have uh, Boogie Chitto. Like what? Shukalak. S H U Q U A L A K knocks a patter and what what is wrong with Mississippi? I don't know. A lot of things. A lot. <laughs> There's there apparently. Yeah, they have a lot. They have a wow. lot wrong. I I feel for Mississippi. A lot of things <laughs> not going for it. Okay. Oh um, do you think the shortened season will impact the team race? That's from Kyle Reinhardt. Um. Will any teams benefit from a shorter season? Any teams where the shorter season will be a detriment to their trophy chances? Well, obviously, the the main thing is lineup, right? Yes. If lineups are – if guys are holding out their best wrestlers, that will have a huge impact. We don't know who's doing what. Rumors are swirling. 
uh, about some teams redshirting a bunch, but we don't know that for sure. Uh, the shortened season, you know, it maybe will. I feel like periodization and peaking is something we talk about a lot, and you know, something we've referenced with Penn State, their ability to get their guys wrestling their best. You'll see at Big Tens, they're not always clicking, and then NCAs, they're just on fire, right? Maybe there's a little less of that science involved, and everyone's basically okay and wrestling about the same, a similar level. Because I feel like for three months, and if you're not doing it from November to March, and it's just January to March, basically everyone should be, people will be healthier, and people will be less bumped and bruised and tired, right? Mm -hmm. Now, there may be still a, a gap of which Penn State or some of the teams that, that, uh, peak better do that but i think it will be lessened so perhaps their peaking advantage will be reduced i'll say that um i thought you kind of thought peaking was a fake thing didn't you um i don't think it's a fake thing i think it's maybe a little over overrated overrated yeah got it um no there's there's something to it uh okay Next question. Someone, uh, Pyle's Russian accent says we're under investigation by the Justice Department for delaying the Metcalf doc. Um, until they have proof that it's coming out in September, the investigation will continue. I will cooperate with the investigation. I'm an open book. Thank God. Yeah. September 9th. Yep, September alleged. 9th. Ale that's all alleged. I've never said that for sure. But we have permission to like jail you or something if it's not out by September 9th? Yeah, I think you should have some type of public humiliation if it's not up. You know, like maybe you got to like get on the desk right there and plank for like one hour or something. As a public <laughs> that will that will take days. Um, well, I don't understand why I am the one being held responsible for this. I don't want to edit the video. You're the it's man in charge. <laughs> not, not really. Not that. Um, all right. I'm not in charge of anything. All right. Next thing. Which is better for wrestling? This is from Mikey Ney. Cox and Snyder both stay at 97 and alternate making the team for the next four years. Two, Snyder beats Cox. Cox goes back to 92 for non-Olympics. Three, Cox beats Snyder. Snyder goes up to 125. Four, both stay at 97, but no one dominates the rivalry. Hmm. Better alternate for wrestling. Like, what's going to make the most interesting thing? I think what... For wrestling? You what does know that my, mean? Well, I don't know. Which is, like, all better overall thing? Like... Okay. Here's my thought. I think the best thing is those two at the same weight for four years, just like really? battling it out, dude. That's awesome. But we that's don't have another. We don't have another gold medalist at one of the other weight classes. Then yeah, that's I'm I am. Listen, what one will get them? Two, if not, I would rather have sign me up for four years of a awesome domestic rivalry. All right, I call it audible. I'm going to do number five. Number five, USA Wrestling puts in a procedure whereas previous world gold medalists can choose to wrestle off after the trials for a different weight class. Here to four. Yeah, okay. That's fine too. But I want those guys I want those guys battling it out. I like when Jordan and uh, Dake are wrestling each other every year. That's great. That's a good thing. I want, you know, the lightweights. I want Dayton and Gilman and Spencer and... No, not me, just gross. All those guys wrestling each other every year. I know I probably forgot some big names in there. Vito, Suriano, let's go every year. I don't want them bouncing around different weights. 
uh, it'll just be more fun that way. But I mean, but that's not those guys aren't proven world medalists, whereas Jaden and Ky- and Kyle are, and we don't have another proven world medalist at ninety two to replace that person. Um, I like at heavyweight. I don't I don't get that excited about Kyle going to heavyweight because we have you know Gwiz there who's won world medals, and then we have another guy Gable and possibly a few other guys who think we think can in the future win more world medals. Um, whereas I don't really who is that at ninety two. Well, here's the thing. If Jaden wins, that means he's not going 92, and Snyder can't make 92. Therefore, he could do it if he had to. Really? I don't know. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought you had some sort of intel there, Ben. No, I don't. It's, I mean, it's like if he had to, he could. That's what 92 is. What 203? Yeah, he made 97. It would. No, no. 92 kg is is 203 pounds. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying I should have said 197 in college. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it was tough for him. I don't think he liked it. Yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, he was probably trying to bulk up a little bit to be good at 97 also, you know, so he had a balance there. True, true. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think Ben might like this question. Who knows? Nick Kroninger, what are ways that media and tech are impacting the wrestling that we don't immediately recognize? Example, I think kids are much more comfortable being on camera than people were even 10 years ago and makes champs appear more relaxed and therefore nicer. And more likable. The, the, more, uh, the more real you can be, the more just like calm you can be on camera, the more likable you come off as well, in my opinion. Um, I, I would just say, too, re- I think wrestlers are getting better because they are, can watch wrestling. I mean, dude, I couldn't watch wrestling growing up. I mean, it, w- it literally wasn't possible. It wasn't possible for me to watch wrestling. And now so many kids are consuming so much wrestling, it definitely makes them better. Yeah, I think that's a that's an apparent way. Um, okay. I'm just wondering if there's like others that are less <laughs> apparent. Like I, I didn't really consider that. Yeah, guys are getting so much more media experience uh, than they were previously. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. So that's apparent. Okay, so non-apparent, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know about not a parent. Yeah, maybe Nick nailed the only one. We'll think about it. That's <laughs> th- maybe a deeper one. Um, okay. Have I ever considered retaliating against people who call me Pile by just s- adding an S to the end of their names? Chael's Ben, a- ben Askren's Brackies. Yeah, maybe I could do that. I could retaliate. Could call. I call Ben Benjamin to irritate him. Uh, so that's my retaliation there. Make him sound like get under my skin so much. <laughs> I can tell you're you're absolutely shook. Uh, Cooper Wills, have you guys ever encountered any non wrestlers who shrug off ringworm like wrestlers do? This comes from several encounters I've had with people who freak out when I say I've had ringworm before. That is a pretty common thing. <laughs> it's just ringworm. I know that's the point. Everyone, all wrestlers are like it's just ringworm. It's not a big deal. And then it's not. anyone. Anyone else, anyone that's not in the wrestling community that hears ringworm, that's not in medicine, hears ringworm and they freak out. How many ringworms have you had in your life, Christian? A lot. I used to have it for, I had it for a period of time that I don't want to talk about. Could not, I could not get rid of this stuff. It was like the whole arm, it was, it was terrible. Um, but, so yeah, a lot of times I've had it. Not as bad as you, though. I hear you just get it all the time. I had so well, not anymore. Really? When I was younger, though, I used do you to defend do it what all you built? Time. Is that why? 
Uh, I do love Defense Soap. Nice promo. Um, <laughs> hey, oh, you know what? Someone just reminded me. You guys owe me push-ups. P.S. We do. You should do them. To end the show today, you guys should do them. Okay. All right. I don't know how it's going to be on camera. How? On camera. how? Do them on the table. On the table. Right there. Right there. 50 push-ups on the table. Okay. I'm not getting on the table. He's not getting on Come the on, table. Becky. Brecky, you made a bet. You got. I know. I'll do them. Do I'm not doing them on the table. Put it on. Okay, put it on Flow. Um, Flow's right. uh, Instagram then. Instagram someone story. Yeah, someone will video it. Okay, sure. Okay. What What did we do to? I know we lost. I just don't remember what it was for. Remember the, the, for the pro matches. Yeah. I still don't remember what about pro matches. Bet we bet on the pro oh, matches. Yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. Did oh, line. the betting. I line. thought you were trolling. I thought you were trying to act. Like no, you I forgot. I was like, "What about the pro matches?" But now I remember. What's up with your gold chain? Oh, you got one now too. Yeah, I got gold chain. So I don't really wear a gold chain, but <laughs> I have I have one now because uh, oh, I don't know if my son's listening, but he's not listening. He's not listening. Katie, if he's listening, get him the heck out of the room. He's, she doesn't even listen. I don't even know. All you got to say is earmuffs, and then you can just say whatever you want, Christian. Earmuffs. But we're, so we're taking him to the uh, Houston Astros Stadium, uh, Minute Maid Park today, to tour it. And, okay, so what does that have to do with the gold chain? So Ooh, Caleb now is basically turned into a, like, the villain from a Sandlock remake type of thing because he wears gold chains, like his favorite Houston Astros. He wears sun, he's like polarized sunglasses, like his favorite baseball players. He looks like... He's a kind of a square, but he's totally like looks like a bad boy. But anyways, so I'm, I'm wearing go I got gold chains, so I can match match my son. You should uh, you, you should troll the tour leader the whole time. Like, are we gonna see the video camera that they used to cheat with? Or should I talk where's about the, the trash? Where's the, tra you, uh, where's the trash? Where's the trash cans? <laughs> we yeah. want to see the trash cans that I don't they know hit. How you I need to talk to Joe Kenya about like gold gold chain etiquette. I've never worn necklaces. If my dad's listening, he's like really irritated because he doesn't think oh, he wants to fight you. He doesn't think men are supposed to wear necklaces. <laughs> hey, listen to this. You're gonna like this. You like uh, Tracy Pyle's savage stories, Ben? Absolutely. So he uh, so w randomly, like my mom calls me and she's like, "Hey, I'm driving to New York." I'm like, "Oh, I didn't know you were going." Her family's from New York, whatever, and. I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, she, she goes, dad made me leave. He said, yeah, I have to go to New York because he's doing, he's going to be working around the house. He doesn't want anyone around. So he, she just like goes, gets kicked out of the house. He tears up all the, basically our entire house was carpeted. He's torn up all the carpet in the house. Does, does he's, just, the, he's just by himself right now? By himself. Well, this, <laughs> this was like a week or so ago. He just kicked everyone out. He did. To get out. Weston was here. So like no one was around. And, um. Oh my god! So he tears up, he paints the entire downstairs, rips up all the carpet for. We have like kind of a, a big downstairs area. Everything was carpet. Tore it all up. Got new car rugs down. Whole thing. Um, while he was while she was gone, just oh <laughs> made her gosh. made her leave. She said, "I don't want you around. This is just gonna be in the way." So this is man stuff. Get out of here. E exactly <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, he he did that. Um, That's awesome. Okay. Yes, I do have a gold chain. Uh, two of them, actually. I just, yeah, I just haven't noticed the bling. Yeah, a little something, something. It's blinding me. Yeah. Um, okay, next question. How do you think a healthy IMR Versitikov match goes? Ch um, or, or Chimizo. For some reason, I feel he matches up well with Sitikov. I don't know if he does mm. or he doesn't. So they're both kind of underhook guys. Sitikov can yeah. really wrestle from everywhere. 
but um, they both like an underhook, so it's weird. It's not like one guy likes it. Like, Imar liked an underhook, and Chinzo was really good at wrestling out of an overhook, so it's like, all right, who who prevails? But with this mm-hmm. one, I don't – I mean, obviously I would favor Sitikov. The dude beat Burroughs twice. No one does that, really. Um, so probably him, but I, I don't think it's a blowout. I think Imar is certainly – Yes. World class, world level, extremely good. And once he gets healthy, he's going to be super awesome, right? Um, yes. I mean, uh, and now, how does he do against Chimizo? I think Chimizo is a tougher matchup for Imar for some reason. Because I think, I don't think he's going to be I, able to. Listen, Date couldn't impose his control like, ties. I still feel like it's close because I feel like Chimizo wrestles close with almost everybody. Yes, I agree with that. But I think. Just think of what a hard time Dake had controlling yeah. Chimizo. And then I think, it, you know, Dake is better at that than Imar. And then there's I'm So that's why I think it's just a tougher matchup, even though it may be closer. Uh, okay. Gabe Dean wants to wrestle on uh, – he said on the Bayer show he wants to wrestle a match on flow. Can we make yeah. this happen? That would be awesome. Um, someone asked if he would have fared better than DT – uh, than Martin did. Well, that's hard for worse. It's, uh, yeah, I maybe. I mean, I would like to think he would have done better, but I don't know. I mean, that version of David Taylor maybe just. I think it's probably ultimately the same result. A, a match termination would have been that fast. Yeah. I don't know, but yeah, I'd love to see Gabe Dean wrestle again. I don't like that he like his, you know. He just stopped entering tournaments. He was just one of those guys, like, he didn't wrestle after, you know, that. Basically, it was that open in 17, and we never saw him again, right? He, yeah, he said he would wrestle uh, Colin Moore. I was, I was hanging out. We were hanging out in the lobby after, you know, late night. He said, Colin Moore, who else did he say he wanted to wrestle? He wanted to wrestle Bo Nickel again. I thought that was awesome. That would be awesome. That was a, that was a good um, match when they wrestled. Who else did he say? I can't remember. He, he named a few names that he'd like to wrestle. I would like to see him in there. I'd be happy to see that. Blake Barber's got some pretty funny advice here for your gold chains. If you're going to wear a gold Uh-oh. chain, need a low-cut shirt, and moderate to high amounts of chest hair. Do it right or not at all. Oh, I'm good on the <laughs> chest hair, brother. You just can't see it, but uh, I, I got that going. That's why you need the low-cut I just need a low-cut low shirt. I need a V. A all tank. Right. You know what? I don't know if Blake's the authority on this. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I got two authorities on gold chains here at Flow, Michael Sears and Joe Kenya. I'm going to consult them. And uh, they'll they'll set me straight. Also, Mike Mal, he doesn't wear a gold chain, but I feel like he'll just you know he being can advise me, you. He yeah. can advise me. He can be a, a very, <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> um, so I like this one just because this, I just think it's a funny shirt. But what would it take for me to wear this shirt? Um, and it's Zarbeck Sitikov in some oh uh, I saw t- that Tadiev shirt. Um, does it say Tadiev is my homeboy in Russian? Is that what it says? I kind of wonder if it does. It clearly says his name, Tadiev, on top of it. Tyler's um, frantically working to pull it up, I can tell. But um, I don't know. I Yeah, I'd wear it probably, you know, just because it's kind of a cool shirt. It's got a, a Russian wrestling oh, coach on it. him. Yeah, I don't like him, but uh, as I said, I, <laughs> I, I wore a shirt with Marlo Stanfield, which if you watch The Wire, is like basically he's the most – He's like evil personified. He's just a terrible person, but he's like you know this bad guy on on the wire. So I wore that shirt. So why not? Why That's not? It's very different than 
made up show. And, and this, I could say this guy. I could also say, hey, you know what? This shirt says no one else can read Russian except for you know a very small number of people. I'll be like, it says this says Tadiev is, is a bad wrestling coach, and I don't like him. So I could I can make it whatever I want it to be. So yes, I would wear that shirt. What a sellout. Oh, okay, here we go. I'm a sellout. There it is. It's good enough for Sitikoff, you know. Maybe I'll wear it. I don't. I don't dislike that guy. Um. Okay. Any other questions? There's quite a few. You got on any more here. brain busters for us, Christian? I don't know if I have any other brain busters. Um, would you wear that shirt, Ben? Oh, I don't think so. <clears throat> you don't think so? Hmm. I John. No, I never had John Smith as my homeboy shirt. I might wear that one time. Do you have one? No, I don't. I don't. But that I would, was a funny shirt. I would wear that. Then I'd be like, on. I would wear it. But then I would be like, man, it would just make me sad because John Smith is not my homeboy. Oh, it's, it's yeah. I'd be like, man, I wish. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler's Tyler's doing something. Do you see what he's doing, Ben? Look, he's like, all right, oh, now wow. we, now we can really. Oh, I love it. <laughs> Let me slink down here. I watch it on the Facebook, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm uh, I'm quite a bit behind. Yeah, so that's what it look, that's what it would look like. Anyway, like oh, here's one. Bracky will have a good one on this. Cooper Wills, who is the organ of college wrestling insofar as having the most cool singlet? So if you if you mm. watch college football, Oregon always has like crazy mm. lime green. Some of them yeah. are terrible, but they always have like yeah decked Man. out uniforms, and you never know what they're gonna wear. So for a while there, I feel like Ohio State for a while there. Now, yeah, they have a pretty set rotation now with the white. Oklahoma State's in like 2013, 14 are like some of my favorites ever. They've been the, getting wild. I, I like how they get away from the orange every now and then. They have white, they have black, they have the gray. Edinburgh will get uh, Edinburgh will get, gets a little crazy. They'll with get freaky theirs. with it. Yeah, I, I gotta say the Hokies always have some really nice. Singlets. They do. They do. Um, not, Missouri's got uh, some tiger stripes. Yeah, they wear that white one. I don't really like white singlets. I don't know. I like white singlets. That may be a little counter to the the mainstream. Well, who else? That's probably it. There's probably other ones that are that are mad, but um, those are ones that stick out. Penn State, they're just always changing it they're, up. Well, they change it up more than like Iowa does. Iowa's always changing it up. Iowa, sometimes they take the bird <laughs> off the leg. They did that once. Now the bird's not on there. <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, okay. Well, that's it. The week is over for FRL. We're going to call it right now. That's sad. Ben, that's ben, really sad. You have no more, uh, no, more, no more camp, though. No, I'm going right now. Finish camp, camp ends at 11:30. I still I got to put another practice tonight. You'll join cross crossfaces. Crossface day, right? Uh, today is just well, no, for camp today is just review day because it's the last day, so we just kind of you know review them on everything that uh, they've hit this week. Uh, for camp for practice, let me see. I, I have so many different groups. I have my practice plans written down. I will tell you what we are drilling though tonight. I can't tonight wait. Tonight I have. Uh, ooh, all, it's pretty much uh, drill review, tilt review, and leg ride defense is what's on the docket for practice tonight. Ooh. So, yeah, leg ride defense, that, that, that's a tough one. That's, like, that's a freaking beast right there. Yeah, so that's like – I feel like when you read about like college adjustments, it's like that's one of the toughest ones. Some dudes just do Dude. not know how to get out of legs. Mm-mm. It's like that's like, you know, some guys probably have nightmares about that. You know, like some people have that nightmare where they're falling all the time. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> some dude's head. They're just they got someone's got a leg in on them. They can never escape. That's terrible. <laughs> um, did you ever have trouble with that, Bracky? You wrestled? Mm-hmm. No, I did. Legs with longer. Oh, guys. you struggled yeah. against legs. Yeah, no, I did mm-hmm. against like guys that really knew how to ride. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder what it is. I mean, believe me, I've been. Yeah, getting out of legs is hard. But what is it about that technical challenge that people can't get out of them? Uh, I mean, I, I'll tell you what my uh, my opinion. So my opinion is it's it's um, people hate that position so much that they refuse to put themselves there often enough in practice, right? And they a lot of people like to only practice things they're already good at. So you got to force yourself to be in those positions, and not only just in a leg, but then in a leg with the power half. In a leg, you're on your belly, like in those real shit situations, which suck. Like you have to spend time there in order to get better there. Otherwise, you're always just gonna suck there. And then you have this mental block because you know if that happens, you're screwed. So then you are, uh, you know, you're also worried about that. So there's this mental block to go along with the technical block because you've never been there, so you don't actually know how to get out of there. So it's a double blockade situation. It seems so like that blocks. that one rears itself the most. Um, Leg right defense. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree. It's one of those positions where, for me, there's um, there's no there's no middle. Right. It's either you're you suck, you can't get out, you're terrible, right, or you're great. And it's like they, like a guy like David Taylor, like throw a leg on him and you're gonna get reversed at at best, but probably worse. You might be going to your back, right? Yeah. Um. So there's like the two ends of the spectrum, and there's very few things in the middle, and there's not a lot of positions where I feel that way about. Yeah. He got a lot of reversals from there, from guys. You know, he would put the leg in too. He would like, yeah, he, yeah. And so that again, that's almost like right. So then, on that one side, you have the guy who's who has nightmares about legs being in, and I, you, you know, you can definitely pick who that is. And that's where I say uh, now I'm kind of getting on my soapbox. But some college coaches they lack the ability to have skill development. Where it's like I say, you know, one of my college kids in May, I said, listen, to this guys, if all we do this month. Uh, oh yeah, I worked with my college kids when coronavirus was happening. Don't tell anyone. I, I, well, I don't think we can get me in trouble, but you know, whatever. No one's listening. No one's listening. Um, no one heard anything. <laughs> I was working with just the college guys for a while because you know they were at home, whatever. And I said, "Listen, let me ask you this one question: If no one can leg ride you next year, will you be a better wrestler?" Yeah, and the answer is yes. Of course, of course, I will be. Okay, well, let's just let. I know you hate it, but let's just work on that all month. That's all we're going to work on. That's it. Yeah, it's genius. That's what they should do. Yeah. Don't, so we'll see if any of them get ridden by legs. But you didn't implicate any names, so you're literally clean. You cannot be charged with a crime. Um, but we were leaving. But that was fun. Fun little little detour, as we say adieu to you. And we thank you so much for listening. 532 strong. My goodness. Hope you guys have a fun and safe and everything. Great weekend. We'll be back next Tuesday. Who knows what we'll be talking about? I have no idea. You have no idea. <laughs> you tell us. You tell us. Honestly, that's kind of the way it's going. Somehow we're still able to get an hour and 15 minutes at minimum every show. That's pretty good. We're doing pretty good, Ben. We're going to keep it going. We thank you guys for keeping us going. We'll be back. Have a good weekend. It's going to get better. See you guys. Peace.